Hey all, Brian here, or as my students like to call me, the Iron Man teacher. Um, I'm pretty sure this stems from uh, me having completed nearly 30 triathlons, including three Ironman events and the epic escape from Alcatraz triathlon in San Francisco. That one was quite an adventure. And obviously, they also add the teacher in there because I am a teacher of going on 25 years now. Um, and I'm sure it also kind of connects to my upcoming book published by Impress Books titled The Iron Man Teacher, Surviving the Swim, Bike, and Run in Today's Classroom. The purpose of this podcast really is you know, just to talk, just to uh, let you guys know how things I've learned uh, throughout not only going on 25 years of teaching, uh, but even more importantly, things I've learned while competing in Ironman races and endurance races and things that I've been able to connect between that life and what it takes to kind of survive that grind uh, and how many of the things that I've learned correlate uh, really well with my life as an educator and 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 being a teacher in the classroom. My hope is that you know maybe something that we talk about uh, can help you in some way, or it might you know have you have one of those aha uh -huh moments, or it might uh, not really have any help at all. Either way, it's fine. Um, I'm still going to talk, and and hopefully uh, you'll listen, and and maybe something you know will click, and you might be able to take it back into your own you know lifestyle or or your classroom or uh, whatever the case may be. But either way, uh, I thank you for being here, and uh, hopefully you hear something that can be helpful at some point. Going back to the intro, uh, you heard just a, a, a little bit of uh, a piece of music that I wrote while I was playing around with the guitar and and uh, keyboard and and uh, garage band and whatnot. And I call it No Direction, and that kind of goes perfectly with what this uh, episode is about. Because when I train for a race, for example, I don't have a road map. I don't follow other people's routines. Uh, honestly, I really just don't have the time. Um, for example, if you were to look up like a standard Ironman training routine uh, online or whatnot, you need to have very little responsibilities other than your training to actually complete it properly. Uh, also, as an educator, consultant, coach, and father of four, my plate is beyond full. Following, you know, my lack of roadmap, if you will, um, I'm really free to pursue what works for me and my family. So basically, when I have time to train, I train. I might swim for 30 minutes or I might swim for two hours. It's whatever the day allows. I might bike for 10 miles or I might go for 80. Again, it's whatever a Saturday or Sunday morning will give me. Uh, as for the run, that kind of depends on my dog, Micah. When she's tired, I stop. This could be a half mile or it might be 13. It just kind of depends on her mood. Obviously, when it comes to training for uh, an Ironman, I don't have a roadmap. I have no direction. And you know what? I kind of like it that way. Uh, my life certainly isn't routine, so I don't see why my workouts would be what one would consider normal. You know, each of our paths and journeys, and no matter what we do, are unique. I just happen to throw out the GPS and chart my own path in pretty much everything that I do. In a similar fashion, I often look at my experiences as an educator in the classroom as, you know, kind of having uh, no direction. I mean, I have direction but it's not stringent, so to speak. Uh, for instance, at the beginning of the year, I always you know, peruse the list of endless strands regarding what I'm expected to teach, um, and expected is in definite big quotation marks. Uh, you know, that endless list of requirements that rivals the length of war and peace. 
Let's review a couple just in my own little corner of the world, if you would, for a moment. Um, so let's say I'm teaching eighth grade English right now. So here are just a couple of the strands from eighth grade reading uh, that doesn't have anything to do with writing, language, speaking, and listening. This is just a couple from the reading strands. Uh, let's see, RL81, uh, cite textual evidence that most strongly supports an analysis of what the text says explicitly as well as inferences drawn from the text. Uh, how about RL82? Determine a theme or central idea of a text and analyze its development over the course of a text, including its relationship to the characters, setting, and plot. Provide an objective summary of the text. Now, what you'll notice there is, first of all, our review session is over, okay? Let's forget about it because I'm getting a headache already. But my point is, is that it can become overwhelming if you only follow this directional roadmap, for example, in your classroom. It can it can boggle the mind. Uh, it's not to say there's anything necessarily wrong with them. I don't have a problem with strands or having a, a a direction of some sort. I just don't live my life or my classroom uh, routine by it. Added to which, many of these have multiple ones within one. So, for example, what looks to be just one strand, the RL uh, two, for example, or RL eight two. Yes, determine a theme or central idea of a text. There's one. Technically, analyzing its development over the course of a text is another one. And then another one within that same strand, then you got to analyze its relationship to the characters. There's another. And its uh, relationship to the setting. There's another. And to the plot. There's another. And then be able to provide an objective summary of the text. And there's another. So while it only says RL82 is one strand, there's a lot within that one. So you can see why people can become easily overwhelmed if they are truly trying to reach each and every single strand uh, that's placed in front of them. Luckily for me, since I'm not hell-bent on following anyone's uh, roadmap, for example, um, you know, I have kind of a directional route of my own making, uh, these inanimate standards do not know my students, their lives, needs, strengths, or weaknesses. So my classroom really is a new street but we don't particularly know what direction we're going to go in until we get to know each other. Okay, My students need to get to know me, and I certainly need to get to know them. And quite honestly, I like that we don't have a whole lot of direction in the beginning. Even as we go throughout the year, we change course all the time. It's an adventure for my students, and I like to partake in it, and I know they enjoy partaking in it as well because they, there's always the element of surprise. Where are we going to go? Well, sometimes I'm not really sure. You know, since I teach language arts, I simply tell my students and their parents at the beginning of the year, by the end of the year, you will be a stronger reader, writer, speaker, and thinker than you are today. That's it. That's my only promise. And nowhere in there do I give them a list of learning objectives that they may or may not uh, learn by the end of the year. In the end, in my mind, I'm trying to make them a stronger communicator in the written uh, and, and spoken language, and I certainly want to increase their level of literacy. And how I go about doing that, well, again, you know I don't take uh, a common directional path. So the path I'll take um, is anything that I think will inspire and motivate my students to become uh, stronger communicators. That's my path. Honestly, my eighth graders are never going to remember the reason they're supposed to understand how to use a dash, which, by the way, is the least used piece of punctuation in the English language, but I digress. Let's move on. Uh, they are going to remember the inspire, inspiring lessons I create for them, along, most importantly, with the relationships that we build together. That is what they're going to remember. So while we might not have a whole lot of direction, 
to another set of eyes in my classroom. Um, our coordinates are filled with creativity. They're filled with wonder, innovation, and a sense of community. Uh, obviously, we're going to hit hard upon the reading and writing and speaking. But however, to add on to that, in doing so, I'll use music, I'll use video games, applicable technology, theater, dance, exercise, and anything else I believe that will allow my students to grow while being inspired and motivated on their educational journey with me. Sometimes we don't really know where we're going, and that's part of the excitement. Maps and directional apps be damned. We're going on a road trip adventure. Thank you.